0: You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. How exactly does SEO work and what does it have to do with social media? We're going to talk about that and more in today's episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. We're on episode number 40, you guys. This episode is brought to you by Social Report, which is the world's most complete social media management tool and our tool of choice at onlinedrea.com and socialmediaforpodcast.com. You can try it out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com. It's a free 30-day trial. I, I will also have the link for you in the show notes. Now, today's guest expert is Meg Clark, and she's the owner and founder of Clapping Dog Media, where she is a master at growing organic traffic. By using data, proven techniques, and years of experience, Meg and her team help to turn web visitors into raving fans that stick around. Meg is a passionate cheerleader for businesses. She teaches entrepreneurs how they can harness the power of Google so that they can make a larger impact on the world. Now, at the end of today's interview, Meg has an exclusive offer for those of you listening to the Savvy Social Podcast. You can sign up for one of her SEO Made Simple Masterclasses and get $25 off if you use the coupon code ONLINEDREA. That's ONLINEDREA for $25 off. The next masterclass that's coming up is all about SEO and social media. So we touch on that topic a little bit in this podcast but you may want to sign up for the masterclass, which is happening April 25th of 2019. All right, let's dive into the interview. All right, welcome Meg. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you because I just have some natural curiosities about SEO and everything in that space. But um, let's start at the beginning. How did you start Um, your business, Clapping Dog Media? Great.
1: Well, you know, I went to school to be a web designer and graphic designer, and I worked in industry for, I don't know, several years until my husband and I started to have children. And our first two kids were our adopted. And so that's a whole process. And when you bring, well, when when we brought our boys home, they're Ugandan, when we brought them home, we were not in a position where I could go back to work and leave them with another caregiver. So um, we weren't really sure how how it was going to work and how they were going to be, but um, it was pretty apparent that I needed to quit work as soon as we got back from Uganda and just be a full-time mom for a while. Um, so that's exactly what I did. I quit. I hung out, I learned how to play Legos and um, play-doh and make play-doh and all that stuff and so um then we had another son, so we have three boys and after my third son was born, gosh, it was probably six to eight months where I was like dying to do something for myself and to do something creative and also to make money because three kids is expensive and so I started um, just doing web design and web design for friends. And, you know, my I, I was in this generation where, well, we all are, where you have, there there's so many women who have one life and then they have kids and then they're trying to build a second life uh, or a second career. And so I was really able to, since I was doing that, I worked with a lot of my friends and acquaintances who were, you know, start, who were starting a side hustle and needed a website. And one, so I did that for a couple of years and it was super helpful. It was just very um, referral based, but I got to a point where I was working for a really good friend of mine who I had known for many years and she really needed her side hustle to work. They were in a financial, you know, her and her family were in financial straits and she was super talented and she needed, she needed her business to work. So I created a a beautiful website for her. She has great services. They were well-priced, but she didn't get any traffic. And I was heartbroken and completely nervous and um, really sad for her. And I really, like, I knew that the site was good and that she was good and her products were good. We just needed to get traffic. And so it was her site that really pushed me over the edge to figure out analytics and SEO and how like i developed and designed the site improperly for google and i really used her as an experiment and once it took a while but once we got traffic flowing to her i was able to apply it to all of the sites i had previously done and then everybody was making money and so that was really wonderful and i decided that this would be a really this is a really important part of our online space and there was not a lot of And I want to say this in the most respectful way, but there was not a lot of people who were making SEO relatable and actionable. It seems to be a very intimidating space. And so I wanted to kind of pioneer my own way and make SEO available and accessible and understandable for all of us who are just, you know, really wanting to make this second career work.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I love some of the things that you said when you were like um, talking about how you got started just with friends and family. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to and that's how they got started. And so sometimes you don't need to have all the fancy bells and whistles in place if you can just get started doing something. Sometimes I think that's better because then you can feel it out and be like, oh, this worked, this didn't, or I really liked this, or I didn't want to do that. All of those things are, I think, important elements of business building.
1: Absolutely. I think there is, you know, I think people do need to be prepared, but you really just need, the biggest lesson is just to start doing. And once you, then you can kind of figure out who you want to work for and how you like to work and what your packages should look like. But if you think about that in the beginning without having work, without having actual work, it's, it's just a, it's just a guess. You don't really know until you actually start working. And so the best people to start with are the people that are going to forgive you the most.
0: That's true. That's a good way to put it. Like the the most forgiving, because they know you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry, but um, and people who know our family situation, because at the time, my husband and I were married for like ten years before we had kids, and then we had three boys in eighteen months. So we were so I was so overwhelmed, and the people who were when I was a uh, you know late or tired, they understood because they understood what my family situation was like because they're their friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, that definitely works out. Um, and then I really like what you said about finding a way to help people make money. And one of my mentors, Afton Negre, I'll give her a shout out. She really... Um, imparted that knowledge on me when I first started. If you can help your clients find a way to make money, then it's harder to replace you. It's harder to um, dismiss you sort of thing. So she calls it embedding yourself into their business. And I think that's something that you found with um, SEO when you started off doing websites. And um, you found, you were like, hey, this is great. This is beautiful. But we need more people looking at this. And you found a way to do that, which is, I think very impactful. Um, So I'd like to take a minute and talk a little bit about SEO. Um, I love that you said it's relatable because sometimes it does sound like you try to make it relatable because it does sound like this thing out there that we know we should do. Right. (laughs) Um, So for our listeners, can you tell us what SEO is um, and how we can leverage it to grow our businesses?
1: Absolutely. SEO is an act Acronym that stands for search engine optimization, and basically, it's getting clients or being found by Google. There are four billion Google searches a day, a day, and that stats is probably is about um, three months old. So it's probably more than that now, and that tells me that there are people who are looking for your services. They're looking for your business. They they're in your area. They just need you, but they can't find you. And so I, SEO is that missing piece that helps you be found for what you want to be known for so that the people who are in a position of looking for you and wanting to buy your services can find you. It's a, um, it's a, you know, it's a proactive way to be found by people who are, who want to buy you. So that is, that is what SEO is. Um, and, it does have this bad rap for being really technical and changing a lot and really expensive. And there are there's a little bit of truth in all of that. But the thing that I kind of harp on with my clients and the people that I like to teach about, good SEO is good business.
0: Okay, so I love how you explained that because it really makes a lot of sense proactively having our perfect people find our website so how does it work technically like can you give us one or two things we can do to our websites today that will help people find us
1: oh that's a great idea that's a great question and we will start with kind of the, te- the technical side of things um one of the very first things that when that the Google robots or the Google bots or the spiders or whatever you want to call them, but the little feelers that Google sends out to your website, one of the very first things that they do is look for a sitemap. And a sitemap is what we tell Google to expect on your site. It's a way that we build trust and authority with Google. So if you have a sitemap that says, let's say, let's have 10 pages on it, and so Google's like, okay, this is what I can expect. So then when they go to crawl your site, if you have 300 pages, there's a lack of trust established there because your what you say is on your site and then what is on your site are not in alignment. And so Google's like, well, how am I supposed to crawl all these pages? I didn't even know they existed. So one of the very first things that you can do is make sure that you have a site map, a dynamic site map built, And if you're using WordPress, the best way to do that is to use Yoast. Yoast will automatically, it's a plugin, it will automatically create a dynamic sitemap for you. And so every time you add a page, it's going to update the sitemap. Squarespace also does automatic sitemaps as well. Sometimes you need to check on them to make sure that they continue to stay updated, but they um, they will do it automatically for you.
0: Oh, good to know. I'm gonna put Yoast in the show notes so that um, and and that's for WordPress, right? So that is anyone, a WordPress plugin. Okay, perfect. So anyone who has WordPress, um, I'll put the link to Yoast so you can check it out. Perfect.
1: And so that's the very first thing. But then the second thing that I that I look for all the time, and there's always um, just a you know, m- misalignment with clients is people say they want to be xyz and then you go to their site and maybe their the title and the headlines of their pages don't reflect who they say they they are so really making sure that the title of your site which is the first thing that which is the next thing that google looks at is reflective of who you want to be and so for example the title of my site is empowering creative entrepreneurs with seo so It tells me, it's very quickly for me to tell Google what I'm about so they know where to put me in their, their memory of sorts. So going through and making sure that your titles, the headlines on your pages, and the categories that are on your blog are all reflective of what you want to be known for. Like, for example, I don't have a category on my site for dinner because what I cook for dinner has nothing to do with Empowering creatives with the, with SEO, so I want to make sure that everything is is in alignment mm-hmm.
0: oh, fascinating yeah, I think that 's a really important thing because I know even for myself, I created my website five years ago, probably should go in and check out that title to make sure it 's updated <laughs>
1: that's right that 's exactly right because that 's how google 's goal is um, they're for you and they want to provide the best answer for the people who are searching as quickly as possible. So if you can make it easy for them to understand who you are, who you serve and what you do, the, it, they're going to just reward you with that So because that, they, they don't have time to crawl the depths of your site all the time. You have to make it easy for Google And just like you have to make it easy for your customers. Like you can quickly and easily, if people can quickly and easily understand what your site is about within five seconds, you're not only helping Google, but you're also helping your users because just like Google doesn't have a long attention
0: span, either do people on the web. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, very true. And speaking of short attention spans, let's uh, talk about social media. (laughs) I know, I know we all on social media have a, kind of like minute by minute, we, we're scrolling through <laughs> our feeds. But um, So let's talk about how uh, social media and SEO are connected, because I know there's some things that we can do to enhance one or the other. So how are they really related to each other? Oh, this, they're
1: indirectly related, but they're so important to each other. I'll try to limit my answer to only three or four examples, but the... Um, One of the first things is when Google crawls your site and they look for your brand, they, they look to understand what your brand is, they look to see other places on the internet where your brand is also growing. So I don't recommend that you get on all the social medias, but to have one or two that you're really committed to and you're really consistent to, because as your following, say, on Instagram grows and your engagement grows, Google's going to make that connection of, Google's going to make that connection of um, your brand growing across the internet. So that is that is super important. Now, and the next thing is, it is, social media is an amazing way to get links, links back to your site. So if you are posting on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram and you use like um, Linktree, which is a tool that you can use in your Instagram profile to bring links back to your site, Um, you're going to get more traffic. You're going to get, you're going to be connected to other brands that provide authority for your brand because they're linking to you and you're just going to get more traffic because everybody's on social media.
0: I love that. So when it comes to um, social media, is there anything we can do to optimize like the traffic that we're driving from social media to our websites?
1: Yes. You know, one of the best, one of the things that I highly recommend, and I, I often see this not taking place is people kind of view them as their website and social media as kind of two different things. And so when they have something exciting going on their website, they don't necessarily put that on social media and link back to their website. I see social media as a way to make you appear normal and human and give you a good behind the scenes of your business, but also to drive traffic back to your website because that's where people will convert. That's what people will read and all about you. They'll binge read you if they like you on social media. You just need to drive your social media traffic back to your website.
0: Mm, very interesting. Yeah, I like that because I'm I'm always trying to um, help my students and listeners and um, clients understand the value of, of sharing what you do on social media. Even something simple like um, occasionally sharing your about page and reminding people what you're all about. Those are really great ways to use social media and it helps out with the SEO and everything. All the good Yes, stuff. it sure does. And
1: I, you know, on my social media, I definitely post on Instagram. Instagram, for example, maybe once or twice a month, I'll, I'll post maybe what my kids are doing or um, like a funny quote. So it's not all business all the time. I want people to get an understanding of my personality. But, you know, three out of five days a week, I'm posting a tip, how you can work with me, a case study or um, some sort of SEO tip because I really want my, my followers and Google to understand understand
0: that my core is SEO. Yeah. Oh, that's that's another good reason to um, promote yourself, like to make sure that your messaging from your website to your social is all talking about the same topics so that Google can kind of lump them all together. That's right. Um, Oh perfect okay so let's talk a little bit more about your social media um, I know you're on Instagram and mm-hmm. you're starting to kind of get on YouTube as well um, so can you share with us some success stories or some powerful moments that you've had on social media? Yes well, I could talk about Instagram all day long.
1: Uh, my favorite thing about Instagram are these direct messages. I get um, several direct messages from like my Insta stories mainly um, where people have reached out to me and and it produces real work because they see me talking about SEO. They understand that I'm not um, kind of a creepy crawly um, person who who doesn't share information. I think they kind of um, connect with my personality and then they totally reach out to me. So just this week I had, yesterday, I had one of like my – Dream business owners who I didn't know really even know me or followed me reached out to me on Instagram and um, wanted to do some sort of collaboration, and I was like, "Absolutely! I don't even care what you want me to do. I'll do whatever you want because you're so cool." Um, so that is a huge win for me. And then, like I like you said, I am trying to um, put some trainings up on um, YouTube, just short, quick. Um, five to seven minutes um, videos about SEO because I can refer back to like when I talk about something on Instagram, I immediately send them to go to YouTube to get to learn more about it. So I've really enjoyed that. Okay. Like I said, YouTube is hard.
0: Yeah. YouTube is hard, but I want to go back to something you said, because I think it's very powerful. Mm. When you have a YouTube video You talk about the same topic on Instagram, and you lead to that video. Such a good strategy, because I think sometimes we actually spread ourselves too thin by creating too much content, and what you're essentially doing is taking one idea and creating multiple pieces of content that probably have a lot of crossover to each other, right? That's exactly what I'm doing, and you. I know you teach this
1: as well, but we... We as a people are very self-focused. And so we are really thinking most of the time about us and our own business. So even as we're flipping through Instagram, for example, we can see people and their message, but we don't really remember what they talked about two or three posts ago. And so I think it's really, really important to stick to your message and over and over and over because In your head, you're annoying yourself because that's like the only thing you ever talk about. But your audience doesn't get that. Your audience is not annoyed by your same message. They actually want to know what your message is. What is it that you do? Like, how can they lump you in a category so that when they need to refer back to an SEO or a social media strategist, they're like, oh, yeah, Drea only talks about social media. She's my go-to girl. So I think it's super important to have one message. Have it on your blog have it on your social and have it on video and that be your thing. Those, all of those platforms have a different kind of group, grouping of um, followers and people, and I want to reach them all. So I have one message for all platforms.
0: Yes, I love it. I really probably should take that as a soundbite and share it out everywhere so everyone can hear it because that's one of the struggles that my students have oftentimes, Mm -hmm. Um, especially my students who are very um, sensitive or introverted or something like that. We feel like we're maybe being a little bit repetitive or we're a little bit shy about talking about ourselves so much, but our social media content is one post in a sea of hundreds of posts that everyone's looking at all the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember that, yes, it feels repetitive to you because you're looking at it all day, every day, but nobody else is. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love that. And that's a good kind of place to kind of wrap up for our uh, interview today. So what's one final tip, um, whether it be SEO related, social media related, or just general business related that you can leave us with today?
1: Mm. That's a great question. My biggest tip is to provide value with your content and put that value everywhere you spend your time, whether it's on Instagram, on your blog, but um, provide, values to, provide value to your um, readers and they will love you. Like again, good business is good SEO. So good business people provide value for their clients.
0: I love that. Okay, so I also know that you have um, an SEO Made Simple webinar series that I think everyone's going to love. So can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. And once a month, um, to, it's
1: normally like the last Thursday of every month. I go, I go online um, for, for a webinar where I teach about a different aspect of SEO. This month, we're going to talk about how design, how the design of your website affects your SEO. So there's a lot of nuances, and this is a great class for designers and developers so that they can provide more value to their clients. And if you want to um, sign up, I'll give you $25 off. The class is $99, but I'll, I'll give you a $25 discount if you use the code Drea.
0: So cool. So I'm going to put that link and the code in the show notes so you guys can sign up and use the code online, Drea for $25 off. Very generous, Meg. Thank you so Thank much. You.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: So how do we connect with you online? Oh,
1: everything is Clapping Dog Media. So my website is Clapping Dog Media. On Instagram, I'm clapping dog media and YouTube I don't have enough followers yet to beat to have my own YouTube URL but if you search for YouTube clapping dog media on YouTube you'll find me there as well
0: okay perfect and I'll put the links too in case everyone wants to click on over um but that that's all for today thanks so much Meg, for joining us thank you Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.